Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 13 of Keep It Real with Rachel Sinclair. This episode is unlike anything I've done before because we have a returning guest, and she happens to be my mother. Many of you have asked for some sort of Ask Angie segment where you could submit questions for her because she's funny, she can be opinionated, and she often has great advice. So we've done an Ask Angie podcast, and I think you're going to love it. I sure had fun talking with her. So people submitted questions about my mom's life when she was a young single gal, questions about when you should dress up and look nice or when it's okay to, quote, be a bum. We talk about Christmas decorations like colored lights versus white lights and blow up Santas and talk about life without cell phones and so much more. So without further ado, here is my conversation with my mom. And back by popular demand, it's Angie Sinclair. My mama. How does it feel to be requested? I'm honored, really. I didn't know how the first podcast was going to go. And I think we had rave reviews. Yes. And so I put on Facebook that you booked me. I booked you. Yeah, like I was special. Like (laughs) I'm not paying you. (laughs) Oh, that's right. Yeah. It's free. It's, It's your free publicity. Oh, my word. Yeah. No, not no, really. No, no. <laughs> I know. But people really love you. And I got from multiple different friend groups, like, you you should have a blog where you, people can submit questions to your mom. Or I thought, I always think it'd be fun to have a YouTube show with you with a big, like, thumbs up and a thumbs down finger where you give your opinions. I do that a lot. Yes. I give you a thumbs up or a <laughs> thumbs down. I give daddy. I give Andrew. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I think that could be a nice yes or no. So we've had people submit questions. Thank you to everyone. Everybody who has, we've gotten a great response. So I've kind of grouped these into categories. So we have sort of personal or story-based questions. Okay. Then we have more social or societal how-to. Like, is this appropriate? Is this taboo? Um, you know, just good manners. And then we have some holiday-themed ones since it's about to be Christmas. All right. So. But now, I did tell you this earlier. I want a disclaimer out well, there. Uh, okay. <laughs> Because I'm not an expert on anything. Right. Uh, everybody. She's not an expert. And I'm not a counselor. That's true. That's, I don't think anybody's <laughs> asking you that. Although they might in real life. Exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm a mom. I'm a teacher. Yes. I'm a wife. And if you say something is tacky that maybe one of our friends does, that's okay. That's just for them. Exactly. This it's is your Ask opinions. Angie. It's just my opinion. When I told your dad about this, he thought it was hilarious <laughs> because he was like, wow, you've been wanting to give your opinion to a lot of people. <laughs> So just do it. And uh, he wants you to get it all out here. Yes. And I, you know, it sort of hurt my feelings, honestly. Why? Well, because he, he was serious about it. I'm telling you, he thought it was funny. And uh, I was like, well, you know, I feel like I've got good opinions. And he said, well, you do, but you You have a lot. Yeah. And so, and unfortunately he's the one who has to hear most of them. (laughs) But, But... my opinions, I really try to look at a situation and think, how can things be better? Or what's the yeah the better choice? Absolutely. Or the best choice? We're both kind of editorial like that. I mean, if you get both of us 
critiquing something, we can get a little, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. In depth. But, but I think that's a great thing. And some of these things are stupid, you know, or silly. And some of these things are oh, more serious. So right. And there can be multiple answers. I mean, yeah. Or choices, but, but you're funny. Your opinions are funny. So I don't want you to be okay. too guarded. It's okay. okay. People love you for you, you know, just be yourself. All right. Okay. So question number one, this is from Mallory Marcus. Oh, where have we heard her? She's on <laughs> podcast number nine <laughs> on friendship. So, well, she is my second daughter. So she is. I love her. So she submitted a couple, but this one was a good one to start with. What is the best or funniest single girl living on her own story? So think back to when you were my okay. age. I did. I've told you this story before, but it was mm-hmm. when I was uh, living in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. I was right out of college and, um, this is sort of bizarre, but my, <laughs> yeah, my parents had a little, um, it was like a trailer, but then you could build onto the trailer uh-huh. and it was at a campground in Myrtle Beach <laughs> and, but it was a very nice family friendly campground. Yes. It was safe in those days. It was fine. I'm just and, picturing me going, Hey mom, I'm moving to a campground. Oh, it would not go down. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, that's where I moved into right out of college and I remember one day coming home from work, and I pulled into the little yard area, and I stepped out, and all of a sudden, it was soggy. Like, the there had been no rain, Ooh. but it was soaking wet, and the ground was. And I thought, what is this? And so I get closer, and I'm seeing, oh my gosh, it's coming down the steps. And so what, I open the door. It? <laughs> oh, it is water. And I'm not... I guess a pipe had burst. It was horrible. It had flooded that whole little oh. tiny. I mean, it was like the shoebox type place. But every square inch was soaking wet. And I remember, you know, having my freak out moment. And then I'm like, Mom, you know, what do I do? So this was like your your kitchen, yeah. living room, yes. your bedroom? Did it get into your bedroom I think too? it did, yes. Oh I mean, goodness. once carpet gets wet oh, and yuck. It's, the pad is wet, it's yeah. ruined. Okay. But mom and dad, they were very thrifty. Uh, what? <laughs> and But anyway, so I come in and I remember calling her and just freaking out and, you know, going, what do I do? What do I do? And, you know, and she was just like, Get to get your stuff together. I mean, you've got to have a clear head and pull it together and start moving stuff around, mm. uh, pulling up the carpet because they wanted me to dry it. <gasps> to put back in? <laughs> yes. That's so cheap. I know. But I mean, of course I called the plumber, but I mean, this yeah. was big girl stuff that I've never had right. to do on my own. And so and they were there I to am. help you. They were not there to help me. They were hundreds of miles away. And so I'm just doing it on my own. And, mm. and I did learn a lot. And I did end up paying for new carpet. I mean, they were letting me live there. I paid them a small amount. But, you know, I put in some new carpet and pads and stuff. Because you, I couldn't save it. Because I was coming home every day. I probably left fans on everywhere oh. trying to dry this carpet. It was a nightmare. My apartment's looking real good. <laughs> Your apartment is lovely. <laughs> So that was a big girl moment that was just hard. But then I realized, you know, when a catastrophe happens, you've got to pull it together and think and act. Right. Take action. You got to move forward and there's a way out and you can't just sit there and, and, you know, 
cry about it. You got to no. Yeah. No, okay. No tears. Oh man. Well, that was a good one. That was a good story. Okay. This one was from at Arkansas Nolan. Do you know who that is? I do. Kristen Nolan, <laughs> Ashley's mom, <laughs> who is um, like family to me. So she knows me oh, pretty well. She's been so good to you. Yes, she has. But she says, what kind of mischievous things did Rachel do growing up? Oh, mischievous. This was not. Some some questions I let mom know beforehand so she could think of stories. Right. You wanted to know them all, and I did not let you do that. So this was one. Come on. Well, I don't know that you were mischievous. You were very um, bossy, and uh, you were opinionated. I was. And you wanted your way a That's lot. True. That's true. I mean, I was generally obedient. Yes. Like, I think of when, when I was watching TV, because I love to watch Arthur. Right. Um, oh, yes. That's yeah. true. This you is a would, funny story. You would say, they, she would say, Rachel, turn it down one. And so, I would turn it up two, and then down one. Right. And so, when she, then she would come back and say, did you turn it down one? And I would say, yes, because I did. Right. You were legally doing what I had said, mm-hmm. but yet, in your heart of hearts, you found a way to, you know go yeah. against me so um no I just I don't know that I would call you mischievous that's good y- but you were particular about certain things you mm. know like the play can I talk about the yeah Christmas you can play? Talk about the play. <laughs> okay the Christmas play my mother put on every year and all the cousins were in it and uh, she would write it and she would want the kids to memorize we their would write it y- yes of course Rachel had <laughs> to be a participant and so she would um I submitted the script to Nana <laughs> that's right and uh, n- mom had costumes and she had uh, backdrops and everything. So it was a big deal. And one year, Rachel was co-directing it also. And things didn't go as planned. Well, the cousins and Andrew, they did not learn their lines. They did not read the script that I'd sent them in advance. And then my mom, she got... Out of order. She, she was the narrator, and she got a little confused. Yes. And so Rachel proceeds to about pitch a fit Yeah, in front of everybody watching in the living room, and she is just, Nana, she says. And uh, Dad was filming it, and I said, cut! cut! <laughs> Back it up! Back up the whole thing! <laughs> it You've got to put that online for them to watch, because it is the funniest video. She is just beside herself. Cut! And then um, our niece's uh, other grandmother was there, and she said, Rachel, it was a beautiful play. And she goes, no, it was not a beautiful play. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, I was I was a little pill there sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that was good. Okay. This was from Nicole, our friend who just had a little girl. Oh. Who's precious. I love she her, too. She said, what was the best advice you received as a mom and would use to encourage other new moms? Well, I probably have a couple of things to say, but the first thing would be that every stage is unique and to enjoy every stage because honestly, they're going to go through it. And Nicole can probably look back, even though the baby is four months old. Yeah. Okay. She could probably look back two months and go, oh my goodness, she was doing this at that right. time. And so the point is, enjoy every stage uh that's good it is it's true and then there's going to be good moments and bad moments in it but hopefully you're going to go oh i remember when they did this and that i think that could apply to life every stage is different it really is and make the most of it and enjoy yeah uh, what stage you're in 
Um, the other thing would be to just read, read, read to your child, read out loud. You want them because reading is the key to knowledge. <laughs> yeah. Whether you're studying history or you're studying science, whatever, or just enjoying reading, just enjoying storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, it is key to life. Yes. Reading the Bible. I like that. And the Bible. Yes, that's good. (laughs) That's awesome. Good advice. Okay. And last for the personal story-based question, what is a lesson that you had to learn the hard way? All right. Well, that's easy because when I moved to Birmingham, uh, I decided that I was going to rent a U-Haul and I was going to pull my little Nissan Sentra behind it, which means you have to get a you know, hook up a hitch to it, and then you run the car <laughs> up on it. And then I was going to drive that from Jefferson City, Tennessee, to Birmingham, Alabama, all by myself. And my mom on the phone, she's going like, "Are you sure you can do this? Don't you need our help?" Why? I would always take your help. Well, they live far away. Oh, right. The they were in. They were in yeah. Arkansas at the time. Okay. So I was like, "No, I, I can do this. I can do this." So once I realized how long and, well, first of all, how big the U-Haul was, and then you add the car to it. Oh, my gosh. It was really big and long (laughs) and awkward. Yeah. Because I was used to driving a Sentra, which is a tiny little, we called it a tiny little poop car. (laughs) Yeah. um, So, you know. Is that the blue car that we had? Yes. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. So I I started out driving it, filled it with gas, and I'm like, I think I can make it the whole way to Birmingham (laughs) without getting gas. Okay, I know Just I wasn't. You didn't want to pull over. I did not want to stop. This does not surprise me about you. <laughs> and I think it was a good five-hour trip. And so I'm driving. I make it to Birmingham. I I had rented an apartment, and you had to go up this enormous hill to. Yes, she's <laughs> giving me the look. Um, you had to go up this enormous hill to get to my apartment, mm-hmm. and so I turned. I made the turn, and first of all, then you got the the car behind you. (laughs) And so I turn and I give it gas and it goes, so you made it all the way to the apartment complex. I made it to (laughs) the apartment complex and I'm like, what's wrong? Oh my gosh. Maybe it's just not taking this turn. And then I realize it is on E below E. I did not have any gas in that vehicle. Oh my gosh. I mean, I'm in a new city. I know maybe one person, and, you know, that was before cell phone days. <gasps> oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And so um, this young person, young wait, man. Wait, so where? This is on Valley how, Avenue wait, in Birmingham, Alabama. how would you call Alabama. someone? Someone stopped. With a car phone? No. car phone? <laughs> what? <laughs> but. No. A kind but person. Like how would you even tell your parents that you made it? Did you have a phone in the apartment? Well, I was getting a phone in the apartment. I don't You're think I had it set up Write a letter yet. and send it through the Pony no. Express? <laughs> <laughs> no. This is baffling. This, I know. But we survived without okay, a cell phone. So you don't have a cell phone. No. Okay. So anyway, this young man stopped and he, you know, said, how can I help you? He was in dentistry school here. He was very kind. and But still, I was nervous. You know me. And strangers, I'm like, stranger danger, you know. But again, he was very kind, and he was a few years older than me. And so he knew what the problem was. He said, let me go get some gas. And so he went, and he got gas from my... Oh, that's nice. Oh, it was wonderful. And so he came back and filled it up, and I don't even know if I paid him. 
Honestly, so I have sweet. no idea. But so. So were you just parked on the. Oh, uh, yes. I was in the street of Valley Avenue. And I'm telling you, people in Birmingham know this place. <laughs> So, um, you. <laughs> no, you know, you're just stuck and it's a very heavily traveled road. And but you um, were, were you on the apartment's private property or were you still like, I was like literally just turning <laughs> into so funny. What would you have done if he hadn't have come? Well, okay. The okay, story sorry. gets better. Okay. okay. So I, I thank him and he tells me, this is hilarious. He says that he is the nephew of Casey Kasem and you're going to go, who is Who's that? Casey okay, well, he was a very famous radio announcer. He did the top 40 um, every week. And so you, it would be the top 40 countdown. Mm-hmm. And it was popular music. And so he would start with number 40 and he would go all the way up to num- number one. Your daddy and I still listen to him on Sunday. He's dead now, but they replay it. Sure, sure. Okay. And so we listen to him. He's got a very distinct voice, a very kind man, but super well-known in the radio industry. So he said, you know, that's my uncle. And I'm like, that is amazing. So, um, again, very kind person. So I get in, move in. I'm going to say a year later, at least a year later. Uh One day I'm driving home from work. And I'm not on Valley Avenue, but I'm on another street. It's where I think the colonnade used to be on that street. But anyway, no, it's not the colonnade. But... I was driving on this street, home from work, and I see this person. And I see this car, and I'm like, oh, I, they're in trouble. They need help. They're probably out of gas or something. You know, and I, I literally thought back to that time when someone had helped me, when I was really in a bad spot. Mm-hmm. And um, so I pulled over, which I never do. I never do that. Yeah, stranger danger. I know. And he said he was out of gas. And so I, I, he said, could you take me to the gas station? And so, and back in those days, it wasn't so horrible, you know. Yeah. It was just right around the corner, whatever. And I was like, yeah. And so he gets in the car. And when I look at him and I'm like, I've got to ask you this question. Did you help me? I said, I had broken down. He goes, yes. No way. It was the <gasps> same guy. Wait. I know. That is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> and we just oh. laughed and could not believe that it had turned he out had that way. He you and then you helped. Yes. Because he'd run out of gas? Yes. <laughs> or he's having car trouble oh, or something. that's amazing. But yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but that the, the shows- point of that story is. Always have gas in your car. <laughs> I learned the hard way. Yes. And show kindness to other people. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. That's a good story. I never knew that, mm-hmm. Mom. It happened. Oh, that's great. So this is moving into social how-tos, you know, your opinion on social things. So this is a fun, hot topic that many of my friends know your opinion on. If you are getting married, should you keep your middle name or your maiden name? Well, okay, I do have an opinion about this, but it's not set in stone. Right. So, and I know the popular thing to do, or it's more common nowadays, is to keep your middle name. Yes. But, you know, no one really knows your middle name, do they? No. Yeah. It's Rachel Madeline Sinclair, which is a lovely name. It is. I like it. Yeah. I love it. But you are known as Rachel Sinclair. And so, I like when a woman keeps her maiden name as her middle name 
And I think that it really shows respect to her parents and to her family line. For instance, my name was Angela Carol Nescock. And, oh, the Nescogs are very proud people because we came from Norway. And, um, you know, they're just very proud of their heritage and uh, family bonds and everything. Sure. And so they wanted, I mean, that is an unusual name, Nescog. Yes. And so, actually, there's only one male Nescog that's under the age of 20. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyway, um, but... I wanted to keep my surname, mm-hmm. my maiden name, because I wanted people to know that's... That, a lot of people knew me as that. I didn't get married until I was 28. Well, that's my thing. I mean, I feel like I'm Rachel Sinclair. I'm not Rachel Madeline. Like, no. Yeah. No. So, that was very diplomatic. <laughs> like, if anybody <laughs> comes over to our house and says, hey, I'm thinking about keeping my middle name, it's going to be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. Because um, one of my friends who's getting married said, Rachel, I have great news to tell your mom. I've decided to keep my maiden name. <laughs> well, I'm glad. And she has an unusual maiden name. It's great. And yeah. so, I'm glad that she's going to keep that. Yes. And another thing is, I did look online yes. about that question. And um, it said that it keeps the family name going, which I like. Right. Um, I like that the Nescog will continue on, even in my name. And, you know, Sinclair, hopefully, will continue in yours. And maybe you'll even name a child Sinclair or... Okay, yeah. that's what I was going to ask you about. So, because we were looking at this beforehand, and one thing was you could name your child your surname. So, and Sinclair, that's a, you know, that's a, not a popular name, but that's, people have heard of that, you know, for a child right. or a girl. But, wow, we would love that from the Sinclair line. What, that's not in the Bible. Oh, I do love Bible names. <laughs> it's another. <laughs> Rachel, <laughs> Andrew. It's another sub-opinion. I so, know. So, tell us your opinion on Bible names. Well, I just love them. I can't help it. I mean, I know. God's word is holy and God's word is his way of revealing himself to us. It is. It is. And very so special. it is heritage. Yes. And, and so that's but if why everyone, especially for girls, if all the girls were Bible names. Sarah. Yes, we'd have more Sarah's. <laughs> I love Sarah. More though. Elizabeth's and Deborah. Yeah. And then, well, Julia. I think. That's true. Julia. Julia is a good one. I love and this is what if I'm reading through the Bible and I find like a really great character, I'll send this to mom. And I said, Mom, I found the name for your granddaughters, Shifra and Pua. They were the (laughs) they were the midwives in Exodus who feared God more than men. Honestly, why hasn't their names gone out? That could be me. I could name my daughter Pua. Okay, then I love her anyway. I will love her to death. But see, my counter... Hey, yeah? You know, odd names are in. That's true. Go Uh, for it. I don't know about Pua. Pua. Really, my my favorite king is Hezekiah. He's wonderful. You do love him. I love Hezekiah. So we could have a little Hezzy running around. Hezzy. I like that. (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay, maybe not. My counter from... Oh, my goodness. I love Joshua and Caleb. You do. I probably will. Mighty men of God. Yes. yes. That's a Love good that. one. That's a good one. Um, yes. What was I going to say? I had a point. Oh, but you know, God gave Adam the freedom to name things. He gave man mm-hmm. the ability to name and you know, God is a creative God and we are creative people. So I think you can also look at that of a, you know, we are, 
we are given that creativity. That's an attribute yes, that God gave us. Absolutely. So we can be creative in naming. That's people. true. And it doesn't have to be a Bible name. I but know. I just, I like a Bible you name. You do. You do. And I think that's very sweet. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to throw that in and there. And actually, I wanted to tell you, your great-great-grandmother was named, I told Andrew this the other day, uh, Jenny Adams Eights. So I was like, you you could use Adam. Adam. That's true. Yeah. But he fell. Yes. <laughs> and we all fall yes that's true (laughs) okay all right next question changing changing the subjects here what is a wardrobe staple i guess for we'll say for the winter fall winter season uh i thought you could talk about your uniform we each have a uniform that is true um but it's changed lately what's your what tell people what a uniform is in our family. A uniform is something, it's your go-to outfit. You can just put it on. You can look nice in church. You can look nice if you're going shopping or having lunch with someone. And you just know, it's you look put together. And if you look back on pictures from fall 2019, a lot of me at events may be wearing the same outfit. Right. <laughs> Rachel tends to stick with one outfit. I do. I probably change more than you, you do. You probably I do. do. I had I do. even, I was meeting a friend who I um, hadn't seen in a while. Well, it was my old roommate. And um, we were getting together and we were kind of going to a nice place. And beforehand, Morgan said to her other friend, Emily, she said, I bet you I can tell you exactly what <gasps> Rachel's going to wear. And she did it. Oh. <laughs> she called it. But except for the shirt. It was like, these jeans, these are her fancy shoes. And then. <laughs> that sort of makes me sad. That's funny. Okay. I just. Did I buy it? <laughs> no. Uh, no, it was my, it was my Christmas gift. You, Rachel is very frugal about buying clothes. That's true. And well, and time. I don't want to spend the time She hates out to there. shop. There are too I, many things to do. Yes. And it's not that I like don't have a sense of style. It's just that I have like my few things that I love. And I don't want to spend the time and energy to go shopping. Yeah, she hates it. But um, I, I want her to look cute. I mean, she's... I do look cute. Well... So I have like most of the time three really cute outfits, but you wear stuff to death. Come I do. on, I do, mm-hmm. and then I have to throw it away. Sw- switch it up, switch it up. Your <laughs> shoes, oh my word, you need some new shoes, girlfriend. I do. They're, they're cute. Somebody complimented me on them the other day, and I was like, "Well, the dirty shoes, yeah, <laughs> but they're cute. They're just about to fall apart." Okay. <laughs> anyway, but a wardrobe. So, okay. what's a good wardrobe staple? You would say. Uh, well, I love having a black pair of jeans and. Um, you know, a nice pair of jeans. Like a, I usually go with a dark wash because it makes me look a little thinner. Mm-hmm. And um, so I like having the jeans and I like having usually just a, a long sleeve top that's got a cute um, vest or... You are a, a good vest. Or I a, am a vest mm-hmm. person, but I'm old. I'm 56, so I, I'm that's fine in old. the vest. Okay, whatever. Or not a, not like a not a vest, but a like a wraparound shawl. Yes. How do, you, how do you say that? I don't know. Like a... um. It's not a vest. That sounds nerdy. <laughs> that sounds really nerdy. It's a, it's a, you know, like, a. oh gosh. I mean, this is my weakness as a writer. I, I'm a writer, right? I cannot describe clothing. That's like my one really okay. bad thing. It's like a. It's a long vest, you know. Yes. Like with fringe on the bottom. Yes. Or it's with. Sassy. Um, it's got some got design a pattern. on it. Yes. 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 yes, yes. Right. Okay. Right. That's sort of what I go to. With some beautiful jewelry and some boots. Yes. Yes. No, I think that's great. And yeah. that's to go back to the wardrobe. You kind of have your, you know, two favorite pairs of jeans and then I you've do. got a black or a tan right. shirt underneath and then you can put on a different, you know, whatever we're going to exactly. call it. Yes. Okay. That's but we good. could talk about how 
sometimes you go out and, or you come downstairs and I'll go, you look like a bum. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about that. That's well, that's one of my point. favorite ways to describe Rachel, which is sad. Thank you. That's endearing. <laughs> um, but I mean, she's so beautiful to me. Rachel, and then she'll come lovely, downstairs. Smart, kind, a bum. Well, <laughs> looks like a bum. That's the word. Because, well, I wish I could take a picture for you, the audience right now. And then you would get what I'm talking about. <laughs> she has on a comfort colors t-shirt which we love comfort colors Mm -hmm. but you know it's big she's got on nike shorts that she wore in high school that are turquoise (laughs) turquoise and then she has on maroon and pink and gray uh, fleecy fuzzy socks so that's it and that's like looking like (laughs) but i'm not going anywhere today I, i do understand that but sometimes well she's gotten much better because you're very um you know that that really upsets me it that's a too strong of a word um, I, I like if yeah, we're, that's, that okay, is too I actually have a little game here impromptu game okay so a bum you just got this look of terror mom <laughs> it's fine okay <laughs> okay so I would describe a bum as wearing leggings maybe an oversized yeah. t-shirts or a sweatshirt yes. like tennis shoes or chacos yes this summer and hair okay. and a ponytail no makeup right okay so I'm gonna give you a, a place and you tell me um yes bum or no bum so okay. can I bum there okay okay Academy Sports and Outdoors. Yes. You okay. can be a bum. Um, the Summit Shopping Mall. No. What about the bank? Like if well, I were you know, people used to, to dress up to go to the bank. And actually... Could I be a bum in the bank? Yes or no? Yes. I guess <laughs> Reluctantly. so. But, you know, like Grandma talks about, she says that when they used to fly, mm-hmm. they would dress up. Okay. Flying. Bum? No. <sighs> you need to look a little nice. Man. Medium nice. And then she also <laughs> so says I wear, going yeah. to the doctor. Legging, what would you say? Could leggings on a flight or no? Okay. Just not the big sweatshirt that comes over. I know See, everybody people, does People are it. listening to this in their car going, what? I know, but let's look a little bit nicer. Just a smidgen. Okay. You could meet famous people in the airport. That's I true. know, but it's probably not going to happen, but you really should. Yeah. Make a, a small effort. Right, right. Okay, that's good. Um, yeah, I, I'd love anybody's opinion if you want to comment on this podcast afterwards. Of Oh, you, they're going to say, you know, remember when, probably a year or two ago, it was like, leggings are not pants. Yeah. That's true. Well, if you have the oversized t-shirts, then it's like a dress. It makes it up. No. No. The thumbs down on that. <laughs> There's our thumbs. The big, the big thumbs up, thumbs down. Okay. This, I thought, was a great question submitted by Annie K. Holman. Are you the worst person on earth if you buy a bridal shower gift but not a wedding gift? Because I was like, uh. Yes. Uh, interesting. You know, I don't know. I'm sure there are strict rules about that. Yeah. But it, I think it sort of depends on how well you know them. But you've been invited to the wedding. so. But you've already been to a shower. Mm, what? Uh, okay. See, when I read this, I was like, uh, you're supposed to bring it. I thought if you bring no. one gift... One gift is sufficient. Yeah. As long as it's a lovely gift. Because I'll tell you, it is crazy money to put on a wedding. That's true. And you are a guest. So you need to bring a good gift. (laughs) Come on. That's like, didn't, yeah, Andrew, my brother who's in college, got invited to a wedding. And we were like, you have to bring a gift. And he's like, what? A gift? (laughs) We're like, yes, go to Target. Get a gift card and a card. Yeah. He's like, I need to bring a gift. Yes. So, but you know, like he was not invited to a shower. 
Right. So, but it, but if you let's say you have been to a if shower, you've been to a shower, and you got them a nice gift, then that I think that's all right. But we might hear from people Emily who go, Post. <laughs> yes, that that is not correct. That you need to. I do think too. it's fine. But to me, also. How well you know them. I mean, if they are your really good friends uh-huh. or they are your dear friend's daughter, yeah. then you need to give some gifts because you love right. them. That's true. That's true. Maybe when I have more expendable income, I'll... Oh, I know. Probably not. <laughs> Rachel struggles in the gift department. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now we're going into the holiday-themed questions. So, first of all, what is the best gift you ever received? <laughs> the she best. looks like a deer in the headlights. <laughs> a reindeer in the headlights. Well, I have received many gifts. Now, I did receive one gift. I was a teenager, 16 or older, and my grandmother um, had lost a diamond out of a ring. And... Uh, she, she had it replaced, but then she found the diamond itself. So she gave that to my parents to have put into a ring for me. And so That's it was sweet. It was like a little rose ring mm-hmm. and the diamond was the center. And so that was very Did you know thoughtful. you were getting it? No, I was very surprised. Aww. It was beautiful and sweet and that I still have sweet. it. I want to see it. Okay. Can I have it? Maybe. <laughs> and it's sad is that it I don't wear that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Granny Fern. Yeah. That's so sweet. That's a great one, Mom. Yeah. I think my favorite gift I've ever received, you know what it is? Yep. The guitar. The guitar. Which I was very hesitant in buying. Buy for me. Because, you know, how people buy the guitar for their children on Christmas, and then they play it for two days, and then it's over. No, it's brought me so much joy. Well, you were determined to learn to play it. Yes. And yes. you did. Mm-hmm. And I will say, I loved that guitar, because... It was so beautiful. It looked like a piece of furniture to me. I was like, that is the most beautiful guitar. It's beautiful. And I really didn't know if I was going to get it or not. And so I was so happy when I went down and yes. saw it. I was in high school at some So point, how's but. the violin going, Rachel? <sighs> Mallory asks me that every now and then. It's Well, here's the I thing. bought one of those, too. Uh, okay. I loved it. <laughs> love, love, loved it. It's it's very hard to, to do. But the thing is, since I'm in an apartment now, I feel so bad if I pull that out. That's it's, very true. I mean, y'all eow, couldn't. Eow. Yeah, that's what she would. I'd say, I'm going to practice. And she'd go. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> so encouraging. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a bad mother. No, you're not. That's so false. But um, no, the guitar wasn't win. Okay, this came from Annie Smith, who admitted she that was Hallmark inspired. She'd been watching some Hallmark movies, so oh, uh-oh. <laughs> she says, "What would Angie do if caught under the mistletoe in her single years?" Well, who else is under the mistletoe? Is what I want to know. It depends on who it is. Oh, okay. But at the same time, I was probably shy. I know that it's hard to believe. That is hard to believe. I was even shy as a child. Um, I believe that. So I've really come out of my shell. But uh, back in my years, I probably would have been hesitant and blushed or whatever, you know. I wouldn't want to be in that awkward situation. Okay. So I would probably back out of it. Yeah. No, that's good. Okay. Um, This is an interesting question submitted by a user. Oh, she wanted, he or she wanted to remain anonymous. What is your opinion of colored lights? especially when others in your family really love them. How interesting. That sounds like an anonymous person named Rachel Sinclair. (laughs) Because 
for years, what? I sort of banned the colored lights on the tree. You know, and the house. I mean, we, we just did all white. Now, I, I will say, we did buy this set of lights, and we still... I just put them on the tree today. They have seven different settings, and I love those because they go from blinking to dimming to uh, chasing. And they're beautiful, but they're not colored. That is not an no. answer to the question. No, they're not colored. <laughs> so, um, no. I Hey, you had tr- trees in your room. You and Andrew had each a tree in Hidden the room. away where the guests couldn't see. And what colored lights were they? They Color. were multicolored lights. Yes. But I like the big colored bulbs on the Christmas okay. tree. We used to do that on our main tree, and I thought it was so pretty. I know, but now we do it not on the main tree. We have three trees. Yeah. We have a living room tree that's t- small, mm-hmm. but it's in the front of the house. So yes. you can see it. And then we have the one in the... The main, main tree. Main tree. Mm-hmm. And that's white lights. Yes. And then we have my cooking tree in the keeping room. And it has all my ornaments that relate to food. Food ornaments. It's so much fun. It's so and cute. It, it is cute. I love it. And that's where I put the big bulbs. And I do little tiny ones too. Yeah. Last year I did. Yeah. But I, I went to a friend's house. I used to work with her, and I went one Christmas, and she had the big bulbs on there, and they were beautiful. They just are. very old-fashioned, but fun, and so that's the tree that gets the colored bulbs. Okay. But it's fine. Go with whatever you want. Yeah, that's true. Color is really back in now. That's true. Well, and I agree with you on this. What you don't want is mismatched lights, in the, especially in the front yard. Like, if you have, right. you know... Your bushes have white lights, but then you've got a tree with colored lights and then colored lights over here. You know, you want to be right in general consistent. Yeah. And my kids have always begged me for a big blow up in the front yard. Yes. And I've never done that. But except for last year, I did. I was shocked. I came home (laughs) from Nashville and I was like, did we move and someone else put up our Christmas decorations? Because there's a blow up Santa here, (laughs) which I wanted for so long as a kid and always got denied. Yeah, but really it was a blow up Santa, but it was like three feet tall. So she did it just for me. She got it on sale and said, this is tacky, but Rachel will love it. So, <laughs> But it kept blowing over. I mean, Andrew That's tried true. to stake it and everything, but it was sort of a hassle. So I do, you know, shout out to those people who really go all, all out. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That's funny. Well, that was a good question from Anonymous. So Was it you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was me. <laughs> okay. That's so. Hilarious. Okay. And last question about the holidays is, what is one of your favorite holiday traditions? And this could be us now or it could be growing up okay well I love just decorating the tree with my kids and <laughs> which is what we're about to go do well that's true and uh but you know last year you weren't here neither you that or was sad you, neither you or Andrew were here and she was sending me pictures of individual I did. ornaments <laughs> for you in honor of you last one nope here's one more I know I just kept sending the ornaments because we our family tree which is in the den main area uh it it has all of our memories on it it has places that we've gone we're we're those people you know when we go to a city I want to find the ornament that represents the city or the event or whatever and then we hang it on our tree to remember that special time and then we've got like you've got one 
and your your driver's license. It's so cute. Yes. It's got your it's got your picture on that it. That is cute. And uh, sixteen year old Rachel. Yes, and then Andrew has a special. It's the first ornament that usually goes on the tree, and it's the cross. It's a cloisonné cross that, when he was a baby, he had to have gallbladder surgery, and it was on December eighth. When he was how old? He was eight weeks old. Yes. And uh, he had a malfunctioning gallbladder. And uh, really it was Andy. just a very scary time for us. But um, anyway, and he was so little and he was so sick. Oh. Oh, it was sad. He had come out so big. He weighed uh, nine pounds, nine two ounces. Half. Yeah, maybe nine, eight. I can't remember. Isn't that awful that I can't remember? But anyway, um, he was just so... Um, Hefty. <laughs> he had some rolls and stuff, and then he lost so much weight. He got oh, I didn't to be, know that. yeah, he did. Oh. He got to be tiny. But anyway, at eight weeks old, he had um, gallbladder surgery, and um, we were in the hospital for probably a, about a week or so. That's and hard. It was very hard. And so I went into the gift store while I was there, and they just had all Christmas decorations up, and it was beautiful, and it was this beautiful Cloisonne cross, and it just drew me. I was like, I love that. It was so pretty, Mm -hmm. and um, so I let Andrew hang it on the tree every year to remind him that we trusted the Lord um, to heal him, really, and he's not had any problems since because of that surgery or that procedure, and um, I think he loves hanging that on the tree. I think but he does um, too. Rachel's one of her favorite is an Arthur ornament. Yes. Oh, I loved Arthur mm-hmm. growing up, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I think that relates to my love of storytelling and right. all that kind of. You know, we could I could go on a tangent, but uh, there's this little ornament that Mom got me one year, and it's got the little green oval Rug. carpet. Yes, and Arthur in his blue and white striped pajamas and bunny slippers and. DW and they're eating cookies and I love it. She it's does. So cute. She does. And then there's pictures of Don and me when we were dating and then yes. the first year of marriage and then our first house and uh, you're and you go into school kindergarten so it's just truly a tree of our memories uh, it also has ornaments that friends have given me my sisters we do a swap every year that's what we give each other our ornaments and um, so it's fun to just look back on that that's that's the story of our life is our Christmas tree. And you make us put the tacky ones in the back. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> There's There are three sides to the tree. There's the front is the beautiful side if you're looking at the it's tree. It's true. This is and true. Then the right side of, you can correct me if I'm wrong, the right side of the tree is like, pretty but maybe a little more cheesy christmasy you know like okay. a snowman or right. a funny santa or something right. and then the left side which is like more hidden behind the chair <laughs> is our crafts from growing up that kind yes. of deal and then the back is like really you know well yeah yeah we really don't decorate the back but now i love the macaroni you know the macaroni ornaments yeah it's like i know you've seen this it's like a plate and then you decorate it with macaroni and then you spray it gold and then there's a picture in the middle of the kids and they had the same teachers growing up so miss ann took your picture Mm -hmm. and then andrew's picture and they're just so cute i mean y'all were adorable oh and uh so i love that that ornament. That's Can it go on the front? Well, it's sort of front left. What if I want to really put is. it in the main front? I go for it. I'm what? Lo- I'm loosening <laughs> up this year. She's loosening up. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Well, Mom, thanks for being a guest. I loved it. Well, good. Ask for my opinion anytime. Ask Angie. <laughs> I do. I know. You and do. And sometimes I get it when I don't ask. <laughs> 
I know. Well, we love you. Everybody loves you. I hope that oh, makes you feel really so good. Oh, that's so sweet. It really does. Me do. You've got great friends. You I really do. do. And great do. listeners. Yes, I do. My little fan base is awesome. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm very grateful to all of them. So thank you. You're welcome. Oh, and, oh and sorry. You. I was thinking the people. <laughs> thank you for coming on too. But um, yeah, that that's a wrap. Cut. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed that. You can keep up with the Sinclair shenanigans by following me on Instagram at one, like the digit, Rachel Sinclair, or you can follow me on Facebook at Rachel Sinclair Writes. If you enjoyed the podcast, first of all, yay, I'm so glad. Second of all, if you could give me a rating, five stars if that's what you're feeling, that would mean so much to me. I can't tell you how much that helps. And if you really want to add a cherry on top, write a little something to go with your review. It can literally be the word great or so fun, but any written review counts. Anyway, thank you again for listening, and I hope you have a very Merry Christmas. Talk later.